Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and this is week 24 of 2018, part 3, and today I watched WWE NXT TakeOver Chicago 2, which aired live on uh, June 16th, 2018, and I attended in person, and it was, it was, it was awesome, it was, it was awesome. Top to bottom, I had so much fun. Every match, I thought, man, that was great. How can the next match be better than that? Although in the back of my mind, I knew the main event, which I suspected would be the main event, um, would just be even even uh, more on fire than everything else um, that came before it. Um so uh the 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 pre-show matches we had uh well first of all big day of traveling to get here for this show um because uh, the day before I was in San Francisco and I had a flight to Denver at home and then a flight the next day um, here to Chicago, but the problem was the the flight the night before was delayed like three hours, so I didn't actually get home and into bed until like three thirty a.m. and then I had to leave <laughs> leave again for the airport about six seven hours later. So it was oh it, it was a day that's for sure. But I got. Um, to the hotel before the show to check in and um, kind of get situated and I got to the, the show in plenty of time. I was kind of panicked. I had to get my my tickets printed because I forgot to, to bring my copies I printed at home and uh, it seemed like you could do mobile ticketing at Allstate Arena because in Ticketmaster it has you can open up the barcode and uh, see that on your on your phone, but it is a QR code, not a regular barcode. So I think it's different. And they sent out an email that said you can only enter if you have your credit card and ID that you used to buy the tickets. I don't have that credit card with me, or print out the tickets at home. I know all of this is so boring now, <coughs> but um, I the point is I was glad that I made it. In plenty of time, there's still like probably uh, 15 minutes after I got in my seat with a snack um, in hand before the the first actual match, which was the War Raiders versus TM Six. Sorry, the Mighty, uh, the Mighty. The, okay, they, these are spoilers for th- this next week's episode of NXT, um, since these were uh, taped for that episode. Um, the Mighty has new ring gear, so they don't have, um, they don't look like Pokeballs anymore. So that, that's good. They're getting away from the Pokemon name, they gotta get away from that Pokemon look as well. So, um, the, uh, the War Raiders won, I think. Yeah, yeah, they won. Um, with their, (laughs) their pop-up WTF, uh, whatever it's actually called. Um, and then, uh, the next match I was super excited for, as soon as I saw this match, and, um, 
Oh, yeah, I already talked about all the crazy travel stuff because I recorded the previous episode during those few hours I had at home. But uh, Dakota Kai, since I heard about this match, Dakota Kai versus Bianca Belair, um, the match was made on last week's uh, regular episode. Um, I was super excited for that, and it did not disappoint at all. It was maybe my third favorite match of the whole night. It was really good. There's so much stuff. Bianca Belair is, is so strong, and uh, Dakota Kai is just awesome all the time. So uh, the two of them together, it was great. Uh, so go check that out next week on NXT NXT TV. Um, I'm not going to tell you who wins, but uh, it's uh, it, if you're a fan of either of them, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Um, all right, so the actual show started off with a hell of a tag team match. Oh my gosh. Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch versus Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. This match was crazy. So much great stuff throughout. I absolutely love how weird Kyle O'Reilly is. Like he did the this like scooting towards his opponent thing. Like he's sitting on the mat, mat with his leg. He's sitting on the mat spread eagle. He's scooting his butt towards him. It's so weird, funny. Um, and then some other like his really wobbly legs at one point, and ah, that's great. But uh, awesome tag team stuff going on in this match. It, it's oh, one of the best pure wrestling matches um, of the year so far. There's no gimmicks involved with this one. There's a slight interference. There was one moment of interference because Adam Cole was at ringside. Um, and it didn't actually... Uh, I guess it did affect the outcome of the match, but if he wasn't there, um, I think it was Kyle who was getting pinned at that moment. He was right there next to the ropes, so it, it's conceivable that he could have... That, that's why I thought Adam Cole was going to do, is just put his foot on the rope for him, but uh, he, he completely pulled him out of the ring. Um, if Adam Cole wasn't there, it, he could have easily just put his foot on the on the ropes and broken that pinfall. So I I didn't think that really counted as any sort of I mean it it was interference but I I don't think it was unfair in a way I guess any anyhow um oh I can't remember any real specifics other than that the, the, uh, the I just enjoyed this match so much um my this was my second favorite match of the night. This is is great. It reminded me of um, uh, the great DIY versus everyone matches that we had over a year ago, um, and because uh, those are the the top tag team matches back then, um, and also uh, Usos versus New Day. All of those matches have been amazing. So this was right up there with with all of those, and um, I am excited to see what happens next with the tag team championship and the uh, North American championship. Because unfortunately, we didn't get to see Adam Cole in action, but I feel he 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 deserves a bit of a break. I'd say 
is at, at WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend, he's, and at Royal Rumble weekend, um, he just, he's, he's just on fire the whole time, dude, like, uh, they, they're working so hard, getting beat up so much, so it's nice to see Adam Cole not be <laughs> taken away on, uh, limping out of the, uh, out of the arena, or anything like that this weekend. Um, so, uh, oh, Undisputed Era, they, they're, they're still champions. They eventually, and eventually won the match. But, uh, go, go check it out, it's awesome. Um, up next, what was right after this? Oh, Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. This match was super awesome, too. It's hard to... The top four matches for me are, like, all so good that it's, like, it's a shame one of them isn't a medalist. But uh, I'd say this was my number four favorite. Uh, it was it was super fun. Um, all kinds of great um, kind of uh, one-upsmanship ups, between each other. Ups, there's lots of great one-upsmanship going on between them. Anyway, uh, uh, Velveteen Dream's entrance was great, um, with his whole, uh, kind of Hulk Hogan look and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, poses and all of that kind of thing. And, uh, calling back to a few other wrestlers as well throughout the match. And, uh, more importantly, um, calling back to, uh, Ricochet or calling here to whatever um all kinds of high flying stuff which uh ultimately led to velveteen dreams downfall because he went for his huge elbow drop all the way across the ring and he absolutely would have hit ricochet who is right next it was literally the other side of the ring for real insane but Ricochet rolled just outside of the ropes and was able to avoid getting hit by that. And uh, the, the damage, the toll that that took to, to miss that move and to leave his uh, opponent uninjured by it, um, I believe that was the real downfall from there for Velveteen Dream. Ricochet eventually won with the uh, 630 Centon which is always so awesome. Um, okay, so um, a, a little bit earlier in the match, we had a suicide dive. Okay, Velveteen Dream was out of the ring by the entrance ramp, and uh, Ricochet starts running the ropes. Everybody stands up, and then he just does a simple suicide dive. And I thought, I actually said this out, not really loud. I don't know if anybody even heard me. I was like, oh, he stood up for that. But then he gets right back into the ring and uh, prepares for another. Uh, he did a full sur- somersault to outside of the ring, um, and there are uh, some some interesting springboard type moves from Velveteen Dream earlier on in the match, especially. Um, I thought it was kind of it's kind of neat because it, it is like his way of doing those type of moves which is to use uh, the, the, the ropes as a step um, instead of jumping just completely over them from the, from the mat. Um, so I, I enjoyed that, that aspect of it as well. 
Um, I had high expectations of this match, and they were absolutely met. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I believe up next was the women's championship match, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. This uh, this is so funny. This whole match is super funny from Nikki just being completely crazy. I I really want to watch this match again um, later to be able to see close up. So the thing about this arena, Allstate Arena, is that the... um, the jumbotron at the center of the arena isn't very big, so um, especially for like wide shots or just like a shot showing the 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 whole ring basically, or even even a little bit more zoomed in than that, the people in the shot appear the same size as they do if it, if I was looking, you know, d- direct my gaze downward. To the actual ring, so it was. Uh, it wasn't very uh, useful for watching regular in-ring action, but it served its purpose well enough. And luckily, in a lot of the um, um, out of the ring parts, um, when they eventually got the uh, the camera feeds up on the displays, um, they had it on the the big one over the entrance. Uh, as well and uh that that was good uh for being able to see stuff going on but uh in in this match the women's match and then the beginning of the uh the chicago street fights the the display was blank and uh the the crowd had a chance a few those two times like fix the screen fix the screen so if you hear that you can't tell what they're saying that's what they were chanting um, towards the beginning of those matches, um, because, uh, we can really see what's going on. There's lots of subtle stuff happening with, uh, their interactions with, uh, some moves. And then of course the Chicago street fight being outside of the ring where, you, where only like the few people in the area they were could actually see what was happening. So, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. I enjoyed it. Um, I was a little bit disappointed that, uh, Nikki didn't win, but it was still, it was still good. It was still good. And, uh, I I hope we see Nikki do something super awesome from here. Um, whether it's continuing story in NXT or going to, uh, SmackDown or Raw she rejoins with sanity that'd be great um uh possibly but uh yeah i just need to see more nikki cross but if it's not on nxt then that's okay for now because uh we have a couple of awesome people that can go after Shayna baszler next because i uh i think well i don't i don't know bianca Belair versus Shayna baszler could be pretty awesome um but uh, who will actually beat her? I, I'm not sure. I, I want it to be Dakota Kai. But uh, Kairi Sane, she beat her in the Mae Young Classic, so I think she just needs to um, keep at it and, uh, and go after her next. Okay, um, we had two more matches. We had the NXT Championship match, which was um, 
Alistair Black defending against Lars Sullivan. Um, this this was a good. I thought it was a good match. There's the the one moment that everybody's talking about, uh, criticizing and all that. The the fact that this whole show went on and that's the only thing that uh, didn't hit very well, like just one moment out of what two and a half hours. That's that's a really good success rate, I'd say. Like that's more than anyone could even ask for, for, um, for any live live event. That's not like something that's rehearsed every every day, um, as as like a play uh, might be, what usually is. Um. So, uh, so I'm not going to talk any more about that because so much of the rest of the match was, was really cool. Um, some great um, offense from both of the guys and uh, the, the kind of story of um, there's a little bit of a David and Goliath type of thing um, just from the size discrepancy and um, Alistair Black not, not giving up and using his speed as an advantage. Um, I thought it worked really well, and uh, I'm very happy that Alistair Black is still the NXT champion. So there you go. Who's next? Who's next to challenge Alistair Black? I think it's got to be, well, I think EC3 wants to challenge next, but um, I'd say Ricochet proved uh, on this night and every other time he's fought that he's absolutely up for the challenge. Alistair Black versus Ricochet in Brooklyn, maybe. Um, and that brings us to the main event, the Chicago street fight between Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Uh, before the match, Candice approaches Johnny and gives him a crutch and tells him to kick his ass. And that he does while getting his ass kicked as well. Just go watch this match. I, um, I'm i doing all this from memory, so I didn't take notes of everything that happened anyway. Um, I tweeted that this was the strangest strip tease that I've ever seen. And I missed a couple of examples, but uh, initially I said, uh, you, first we got um, Champa taking off his shirt, and then Johnny Gargano shortly after that took off his belt. And then later on... Um, Tommaso took off Gargano's wedding ring, spit on it, tossed it away. Um, but I, they also stripped, well, Tommaso stripped the ring of its, uh, of its mat and its padding. Um, so we got to see a naked ring there. And, um, and then uh, Johnny also stripped a uh, stop sign of its Johnny Gargano um, costume. It's a Johnny Gargano logo costume. So uh, lots, lots of uh, removal of outer layers in this episode. And uh, the most important of all, I I believe we saw both of them, if Tommaso even had any left, stripped of their humanity with just how much violence they incurred upon each other. So... Um, I don't think anything else I could say about this match could do do it justice. Um, it's a bit of a shame that uh, after the the brutality of uh, that that drop 
um, into the table off to the off to the side of the entrance. Um, that that what that 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 didn't end the match. I'm not sure how it wasn't counted out, or I don't I don't know what the the rules for a street fight are anyway. Can they? I guess they can't go for pins outside of the ring, so I guess they also can't be counted out um, either because it's not a last man standing, something like that. Um. But uh yeah, uh Gargano got a little bit uh a little bit greedy, I guess you could say. A little bit uh too confident. Um but who wouldn't be confident when their opponent is strapped to a gurney with their uh with a with a neck brace on. Um he wheels him back over the ring, undoes the straps, throws him into there, beats him. It just, he, he puts the handcuffs on him, kicks him in the face like six times. Um, but uh, I guess those kicks to the face gave uh, Champa enough uh, adrenaline to pull off a DDT right into that exposed ring base, that, that wood that's underneath the, the foam and mat. And uh, put Johnny Gargano out enough for uh, him to pin him with his hands still um, still handcuffed together. So uh, they're um, they're one and one as far as this series go. Um, they did fight each other in the Cruiserweight Championship tournament, Cruiserweight Classic, I mean. But um, that's uh, I don't think we're factoring that in with this current series is they this is post diy so it's, i'd say it's a, a separate occasion so um where does it go from here i have no idea i think uh, i think it's most likely going to be flamethrowers or in hand grenade frame flamethrowers and hand grenades and uh they'll have to do it like uh in the middle of a desert or something just so that uh the audience doesn't get uh get hurt by all the explosions that will happen. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what happens next. And um, I'm also looking forward to see to, wa- to watch Dakota Kai versus Bianca Belair again. Um, especially with the com- commentary. Um, see, what, see what all is going on and see uh, up close everything on there. Um, so stay tuned for that later this week. Um, I am going to Money in the Bank Uh, in just a few hours so stay tuned for an episode about that let me know what you thought about nxt takeover chicago 2 by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe in itunes write a review in itunes support the show even more at patreon.com slash today i watched and you can also follow on spotify just search for today i watched and hit that follow button um, thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back very, very, very soon with uh, Money in the Bank 2018. See you then. Bye.